Hey, what's going on, everyone? Yo, yo. I am Eddie. I'm Adam. This is Marcus. And we're the Average Sports Guys. This is the Average Sports Guys podcast. Today is episode 72. And we will be covering the NFC West. So Let's in, go. in the NFC West, you have the Los Angeles Rams, mm-hmm. the Seattle Seahawks, the Arizona Cardinals, and the San Francisco 49ers. But before we get into that, it has been a minute since we have had Adam on the show. Let's go. Um, you were last in Washington State. And before that, I believe it was your mom's birthday or something. So you were unable to record with us. Yeah, man. Mom, mom turned 66. Oh, nice. Let's go. I think it's my, a big one. Shout out to mom. Let's go, mom. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think my mom. No, she's not 66. I think she's like 63 or something like that. Okay. Um, yeah, man. So, of course, we'll never fault you for taking care of family stuff. Absolutely um, not. But tell us about your trip to the Seattle area. Um, and what can you tell us that's going on in Seattle? Uh, Seahawks camp hanging out with Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson. Right. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if only if only I did get a chance to go to the camp. But yeah. um, Seattle, Seattle was awesome, man. Um, I got to say, like, I was I was a little nervous about the rain. And, right. and we had like three days of it. But it was it was never that bad. Like it was never torrential or anything. It was just a little bit of a drizzle. You know, you could just you just kind of kept it moving and went right through it. And then um, the second half of the trip was just like beautiful weather. It was just sunny West Coast. It was it was real cool being out there on a city that's like that close to the water and then mm-hmm. that close to the mountains too. Like you know, you that's could trippy. go eat in the city, hike, and then get a drink right on the water. You know, it was, it was awesome. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, man. Uh, I let's see what's going on with the Seahawks. I would say, I would say the main deal, right? Like the main thing we got to think about with the Seahawks is just uh, the new offensive coordinator, Woof. right? Like, oh yeah, it, that 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 feels like that's the key signing, right? right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh, for me, like on top of that, you also have to look at the offensive line because without that, I mean, we're, I mean, at some point we got to do a better job of protecting Russell Wilson, right? I mean, if you look at the stats, I mean, they're getting better. Um, so you have guys like Dwayne Brown. Um, he was the best lineman that they've had since 2017. Um, Damian Lewis at right guard. He's going to be transitioning the center, so that's a huge question mark. Um, Brandon Shell had a career year. He had a 71.4 overall ranking as a defensive lineman. He still has to work on, if I'm not mistaken, his pass protection. But offensive lineman, offensive lineman. Yes. So it's um, overall, it's making sure that offensive line is intact. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. To make like, yes, Russell Wilson can escape, but father time will catch up with him at some point. And you don't want that man taking a hit. He doesn't have to take. Yeah. Um, So I do agree with your point. But adding on to that, making sure that offensive line is straight. So I. I think the the offensive coordinator is key, right? So. What sort of system are they going to run? If it's the same old, same old that Russ has pretty much been accustomed to his whole career, right? Who knows how that will translate? Is this guy going to be more run heavy, or, or I should say, run centric? Mm-hmm. Uh, so Russ isn't having to throw thirty-five to forty times a game, right? Um, I know he likes to throw the ball, but at some point, you know, you got to be able to hand that ball off, control the clock. Um, 
So my main question with that offense is really how their run game is going to be. I think they have pass catchers galore. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, oh, yeah. So how they utilize that running back and um, what the offensive coordinator's overall vision is for accomplishing, you know, essentially what they want. Right. Um, remains to be seen, obviously. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I do think it's key, you know, sometimes getting in uh, new and fresh ideas are pretty good especially if he's an innovative guy absolutely and if you actually yeah. look at their like offensive like rankings from last year like the seahawks were sixth in passing and 12th in rushing so you have to at least maintain that moving into next season yeah yeah, you definitely yeah. can't regress yeah i think um yeah so so they they picked up waldron right and i think right. they took him from the Rams, which makes me think it's going to be a pass heavy type of offense mm-hmm. right um mm-hmm. And which, which I think is what Russ wants because right. at the beginning of last season, he set the league on fire and then they kind of petered out towards the end. Right. Um, and it, but like the weird conflicting thing though, right. Is, is coach Carroll was saying that he wanted to go back to the run. So I, I don't know. It, it's like, I, I'm just still not sure what's going to come out of there, but I'm assuming it's going to be a pass heavy offense and that'll keep Russ happy. And uh, we should see more fireworks. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely would expect nothing less of Russ just being Russ. Um, <laughs> Russ things. I can see him checking out of a run play, too. <laughs> you know what I mean? At this point, why not, right? Even if they called it. Because who's going to fault you at this point? Because everybody goes back to that one key moment. Well, what are they going to do? I mean, with, what are they going to put somebody else in there? I mean, honestly, if I was Russ, I'd be like, remember that one play with Marshawn Lynch where I should have handed the ball off? And, <laughs> like, yeah. let me let me run this offense, fam. So, uh, I, I agree. Like, I, I wouldn't mind him, you know, checking out of things. And Yeah. So question for you both. Um, obviously, the Rams have acquired Matt Stafford early right. in the offseason. Um, what what does he do for the team? Um, and then is it Super Bowl or bust for them? Meaning, like, so I don't necessarily think they're going to win the Super Bowl. Right. But what I'm saying is, let me rephrase that. What sort of expectation um, – would you have if you were in that front office after making that move and or if you were a fan like of, of the team, what would you expect from the Rams having made that move? Um, Adam, we'll start with you. Let's go. Yeah. Um, I mean, if they were in any other division or really any other division, I and, and I was a fan, I would think they're winning the division. Right. Mm-hmm. Like this right. is. Like that's a big time move. They already had a lot of pieces, right? The defense was good. Um, the offensive weapons are there, and and it always just felt like Jared Goff was kind of the limiting factor, right? Um, and and I just think Stafford, in pretty much every way, is just better than Goff, right? right. Like he oh, yeah. just read a defense. He's tougher. He's smarter. He's got more arm talent. I see. I think this is a massive upgrade at like that key position where they it, like the only position where it felt like they were kind of behind the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I think like if, if I'm a fan, I'm expecting them to take the division. Okay. How about you? Honestly, for me, it's like being in high school, right? And you have a 98 Honda Civic with a spoon engine. And then <laughs> that spoon engine is essentially Jared Goff. And then you just LS swap that thing and then drop, you know, a whole LS engine with a supercharger in it. And that's like legit Matt Stafford, right? Like, you couldn't like you couldn't put a in, in my opinion a free agent better a better quarterback or a, in that situation where he has a cannon of an arm, um, yep. you're giving him every single weapon at every level. Mm-hmm. The offensive line is great. I mean, just looking at the numbers, you have guys like Cooper Cup, Van Jefferson, Robert Woods, uh, Tyler Higby, um, Cam Akers at running back, and Daryl Henderson. Like, you can't ask for a better offensive 
core mm-hmm. of pieces. And you're getting a guy who has no excuses at this point, like you said, who is tough, who can make those crazy deep throws, and who's going to make mm-hmm. the right decision most of the time. So it's – I agree. It's definitely the division at this point. Like, they have to at least take the division – and do something in the playoffs. Like I, I anticipate them at least making the, at least making it to the NFC Championship game. I would. They're my favorites right now on paper, as to be in the Super Bowl because there are no holes. Like on, especially on the other side of the ball, you still got uh, Jalen Ramsey and, and Aaron Donald leading the charge on that mm-hmm. side of the ball. So yep. Yeah. So to kind of add to that, I mean, same same thing, right? Like, <clears throat> if I'm that front office, and and then even from a fan's perspective, uh, you should be able to take that division. The reason I say that is the Seahawks seem to deal with injuries every single year. The right. Cardinals, uh, who knows what they're going to be? Um, I think they started out fine, mm-hmm. and then they kind of tailored off. Um, so who knows? Forty ers last year. I mean, maybe you could say it was an anomaly due to tons of injuries right. all across that roster, um, mm-hmm. but. But even with some of their pieces coming back, the Rams just look like they're built better and they're built to last. Right. Um, So, again, let's just assume nobody has crazy injuries. I still think if you go head to head, the Rams should take the division. So I actually look for them to get to the NFC championship game. Absolutely. So with all that being said, like what's your thoughts on the Cardinals? Like what are your expectations for them? Yeah. Okay. I can, I can start this one off. I mean, sure. they kind of, they kind of just set the tone right off the bat, right. Yeah. With the pickup of JJ Watt. Like to me, it feels like, like they, they look at themselves as, as kind of entering their window. Right. right. Yeah. Um, last, last season, the defense wasn't quite there mm-hmm. and, um, and the offense was figuring things out. Right. Like we saw flashes. flashes Kyler Murray yeah. is, is a game Dirty. changer. Right. I, I, I don't know how much I trust. Uh, what's their coach's name again? Blanking on his name right now. Oh, jeez. Oh, uh, Bruce Arians? No, 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 no. No, he's no, no. He's, he's, he's with Tampa. I'm now. sorry. Uh, yeah, he is with Tampa. My fault. Young a, dude. Young um, dude. Oh, God. Young Kingsbury. Kingsbury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Cliff, yeah, Cliff Kingsbury. My fault. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Young, handsome dude. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, he's, he's known for being an offensive mind. Right. Um, and, and I think he's the right coach for the offense that they want to run with mm-hmm. Kyler Murray. That's but right. I, I just, I don't know that I trust him to, to really lead that offense quite yet. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're just they just kind of they're plugging holes left and right, right? Yes. Like JJ Watt is nasty. They I mean, they uh, let, let's talk about like a, a sneakier pickup. They got AJ Brown. Yeah, um, AJ Green. I, I'm sorry, AJ Green. Yep. AJ Green. And yep. who's like, who's dude? He hasn't been that great lately because I think durability is a concern. But he's he doesn't have to worry about being the number one guy anymore. Right. And he's nasty, right? Yep. Dude. So on top of like just like I'm gonna start off with that. So like your number one is who? D hop, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. your number two is AJ Green. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. Have fun. I anticipate Chase Edmonds going off next season just because it's going to be a very hard decision to stack the box at this mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that they continue to grow Kyler Murray within that offense. And I think adding an AJ Green definitely is going to boost his confidence. Um, I liked him, even though he can, I like to see him run a little bit less just because of, you know, his size for the most part like he's a little guy but he does he has crazy wheels but on the opposite side of the ball you have guys like like you said jj watt you know malcolm butler isaiah simmons and then they got zavin collins in the draft Mm -hmm. so to that point i think they'll be okay also my fault my bad for not bringing up chandler jones jordan hicks who came from philly who's a, a 
a brilliant mind at the middle linebacker position, but uh-huh. they also got Buda Baker back there. So if they can just remain healthy and just maintain and then, you know, continue to play consistent defense uh, and try to make teams one-dimensional, get Zayvon Collins's head right, because I don't know if you guys heard, this dude got caught doing 76 and a 35 and got arrested. <laughs> <laughs> like, you just got to the league, bro. Like, calm down. Like, we need you on the field. And I think that – and I don't even think, in my opinion, I'd rather – for this infraction, having the leaders on the team address the situation. And then later on, if it becomes a problem, it goes to the head coach because he needs to understand that your effect, your actions off the field affects the team, mm-hmm. right? So I think mm-hmm. hopefully that's their approach to addressing that situation. But with that being said, saying that he is available throughout the season, barring any, uh, any suspensions or anything like that, I like this team to possibly be a wild card team just on just what i'm seeing on paper but like i said it's 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 basically predicated on the offense how healthy they are um and if they can continue to develop uh kyler murray on offense and the defense maintaining what are your thoughts yeah so just to piggyback on kyler not running so much i think that clearly is part of some of i mean pretty much like his his game right right uh to his advantage yes size wise i think he's if he's in the open field and he gets hit i mean he can get crushed but if you go back to who's in seattle russell wilson yeah being a quote-unquote smaller guy he sometimes hides behind those linemen who are huge that's true and kyler murray uh, kyler murray's even shorter so And he has that escapability, and he's so quick right. that I think he he can do enough. Like I think he reads it well uh-huh. on when to get down, when to get out of bounds, and when you know okay. to be able to tuck it up and run. So my concern isn't really there. I mean, from just a quarterback standpoint, you would like to see him just you know play it more traditionally. Right. But um, it's growing on me more to see these quarterbacks like running because uh-huh. it just adds a different element. Uh, kind of what you were talking about earlier, can you truly stack the box? Because Kyler Murray is a run threat, let alone their running back. So with those receivers that they have and what they can put together, I don't see too many teams doing that. I think it is situationally, right? Right. Like you're going to do it. But um, Isaiah Simmons is somebody that I look for to to figure out if they kind of retool his role with the team because he's kind of that in-between hybrid linebacker and like safety. Right. Um, And people had these high expectations. I know people in Washington wanted us to draft him. Uh Um, So just to be able to see kind of if they reevaluate his position or his his role per se and right. and and change him around but i think with jj watt there and uh like you said uh, was it zaven collins mm-hmm. i mm-hmm. think they'll have some freedom to be able to to either bring him up on the line you know what i mean mix him in 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 different places but yeah i mean i think their defense can be very serviceable 100% because they were 17th in oh, i'm sorry give me just a second so they were 22nd against the run last season. And I think just adding those pieces, like you said, um, is definitely going to improve. Should bring him up <laughs> at least 18, 17, somewhere around that oh, way. So, at least. Um, so as far as their defense, I'm no longer concerned because they were 
I think they were top ten within the pass. So mm-hmm. pass defense. So I'm not worried about the pass. It's more about stopping the run. And that they certainly address those issues. Yeah. And then as far as offense, they were 17th in passing, seventh in rushing. So I definitely uh, expect them. You know, passing wise, they're going to be higher ranked. And yeah. then if they can just maintain with the rushing. They definitely have a great chance of, of picking up a wild card spot. Yeah, especially if AJ Green can stay healthy. Facts. Um, he's going to have to prove himself as a viable option. Meaning, right. I don't think yeah. teams are going to really respect him much mm-hmm. until he starts getting busy on people. Then I think that's really going to open things up for D Hop. And I mean, because he gets busy with two guys on him anyway. <laughs> yeah. Bruh, those, but those Moss moments are disgusting. Right. So yeah. I think. I think there the, the potential for them to have a breakout year offensively is there. Right. Um, so I mean, obviously, you know, we'll just have to wait and see. So let's go ahead and get into and and Marcus, I do agree with you. I can see them sneaking into a wild card slot. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We'll go ahead and get into the 49ers. But before I say that, I, I really and you guys can chime in. I'm really having a hard time believing that this isn't the toughest division in the NFC. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, yeah, yeah, by easily. far. I mean, they it could be. They were tough last year. Bruh. You know what I mean? So, um, it's going to be a dogfight for sure. Absolutely, this is going to be a fun division to watch. Yeah. So let's get into uh, Kyle Shanahan and his 49ers. So obviously, they drafted uh, Trey Lance. Trey Lance out of North Dakota yep. State. Um, does he start Week One? Adam, we'll start with you. I don't. I don't think so. Um, right. I don't think Shanahan is the kind of guy to hold him back from starting. Like if he if he right. comes to camp and he earns it, then I think he will. Uh, I, I just think it's. I think Garoppolo is still serviceable. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the rumors out of or the reports out of camp is that he's like he's bulked up. Like he's kind of maybe uh, them. You know, using that high of a pick on a quarterback has lit a fire under his ass a little bit. Like right. he's, Go. he's got something to prove. Yep. Um, so I, I, I don't know that Lance takes his spot in week one. Um, cause yeah, I, I think like last season, you, you know, we already alluded to it, but it, it's kind of a wash for them, right? Like they just mm-hmm. got destroyed by injuries. Yeah, oh, for sure. It was like I want to say between 60%, 60, it reminded me of Washington of a couple years ago. Right. Yeah. 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 I felt that pain. I could emphasize. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I mean, I, I think they're going to be coming back in healthy. Right. I think Garoppolo is going to, you know, going to have all of his arsenal to work with. So, I no, I, I don't think Lance starts right off the bat. What about you guys? Yeah, so I, I agree with you. I don't think they drafted him with the expectation that he'd start week one. I think he'll be yeah. available should something happen to Garoppolo. But pretty much Garoppolo would have to, for lack of a better term, shit the bed for, <laughs> for Trey to be able to just take over week one. Now, to Adam's point, I think if he goes in and lights it up in camp and preseason uh then then yeah but i mean if you go back and you look at trey lance's game yeah i think overall talent and potential is there but he's got a lot of things that he needs to prove um and and some things that he needs to clean up um and i just i i don't think there is that pressure or need for him to start week one so Mm -hmm. To me, I'm looking if if they're expecting the kid to to take the keys to the Porsche um, this year, I'm thinking more towards like week eight or nine, especially right. depending on how their season is going. Um, they could get out there and, and blow some cats out and Trey can get in there and, and get some live reps. Who who knows? But week one starter? No, I, I don't. I I don't foresee it. How about you, Marcus? Yeah, I just I, I'm not disagree. I totally agree because of 
just the situation that they're in, I mean, what's Jimmy Garoppolo's biggest issue? It's his health, right? Health. So barring that, of course you want to give your number one draft pick time to learn the offense. And, and in all honesty, like you can't walk into a more balanced offense than the 49ers right now. I mean, mm-hmm. with Mosert, Ayuk, uh, Kittle, uh, Samuel, Sanu, and then they got Wayne Gallman um, in the offseason. Oh, so yeah. oh, adding him to the run game, it's, it's, it's going to be a huge, huge thing moving forward with his development. But overall, like you guys said, I don't expect him to start week one unless Jimmy Garoppolo either gets injured in camp somehow or he wets the bed and you have no choice but to start. That was a better – I should have said that instead of saying <laughs> shit. You know, I, I really, I really got I, re- I really got to start watching my man. This is a family show. <laughs> Wet the bed. That's a good one, Marcus. For sure. So, what do you guys? What do you guys think about the rest of the squad, though? Like, as far as their contention, and, and what are your actually more a better question? What is your expectations for the Niners this season? Adam, you can man, go. Man, I yeah, I just as we just continue to go over more and more teams, I'm just like God, I I don't know. Like this division is stacked, right? <laughs> it like, is. Right, yeah. it's loaded. Look at, you Loaded. Look at other divisions, and there, there are like maybe two really good teams, three really good teams. This is the first one where I'm like, yeah, any four of these is like a problem matchup, right? I, I don't want to play any of these guys. Nope. Um, the Niners, I, man, it's so tough, but I, I just feel like the the upgrades that I just feel like the upgrades that the the Cardinals and the Rams have made, right, just kind of put them over the top for me. Yeah. And I think the other thing that I'd be concerned about with the Niners is they no longer they no longer have Salah as their defensive coordinator. They right? do not. And right. and they're while they are still quite talented on defense, I think there was something to be said for just like just the straight up energy that dude had. Oh, on yeah. the I was just about to say yeah. that. Yeah, he got his boys jacked up. Yeah, to I was play, about to right? say. Like he he prepared like he was about to play a hundred percent. Like he's the yeah. one high school football coach that'll put the pads on in the helmet and then get right there at the linebacker position and be like, "All right, we're running the play." Yeah. Like he's he, that he, type he of dude. The, he had the forehead, the forehead veins popping. <laughs> yeah. Like I was like, that, that dude could have ran out there on the field. Oh, yeah. absolutely. So yeah, I, that's that's my one concern. I feel like I don't know where they're going to stand on defense this season. For sure. And to your point, just to show you how, or just to talk about how great Salah was as a defensive coordinator, they were four. Fourth in passing on defense and seventh in rushing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, granted the talents there, but also that speaks to his ability to coach the defense. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. if you if 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 you just look back to to Washington, yeah. Um, once Ron and Jack Del Rio got there. Now, granted, you know there was the addition of Chase Young, right? Um, but I mean, obviously, you know, some some late round gems. But coaching really comes into play because we've Absolutely. had other coaches here, and we've had decent to a little bit better than decent overall talent on our defense but right. we were just getting gashed i i think like adam if you back or remember back even when like dj swearinger was here um yeah he even said it like cats are out of position like they're not put in the best position to succeed right. so yeah uh that was a point that i actually hadn't thought of so i'm, I'm, I'm glad you know adam you brought that up but yes yeah, so them losing sala we'll see i mean yes talent is there but whoever's coaching them i mean they gotta they gotta definitely you know big shoes to fill there but sure. um yeah i mean the division top to bottom is is no joke um so those are the four teams real quick because we got to move on to team news before we end the show um marcus who do you have as a division winner and if there is going to be a wild card, who is it going to be? Division winners, the Rams. Um, the wild card is the Cardinals. Adam? Same. 
Yeah, same, same for me. Um, I think I think Seahawks missed the playoffs. Yeah, um, I think I think something's gonna go wrong towards the end of the season. Right, and they're just gonna spiral out of control. Mm-hmm. It's gonna set into Russell Wilson's mind that he really wants to get traded. The season's almost over. Right, I'm gonna mm-hmm. start figuring out where I'm gonna go. X, right. Y, and Z. He'll mm-hmm. still be a professional. He'll still play. But once their season is lost, those types of things are gonna set in. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 49ers, I still think. Um, They've got a little ways to go Mm -hmm. Uh, to Adam's point. If you look at what the Rams and the Cardinals did to truly upgrade, they both made moves that says this is our time. Right. And, and, and it starts now. So yeah, I'm going to go Rams with a division win and the Cardinals uh, back in it. I shouldn't say back in it. It's kind of disrespectful getting in, (laughs) getting in on, on, on a wild card. So, right. um, So we're all in agreement there. And as far as team news, not a whole lot in Washington that I saw going on. Um, I did see um, Tanya Snyder, which is Dan Snyder's wife, was named as the co-CEO of the Washington football team. Let's so go. take that for what you will. Um, I'm all for <laughs> women in, in, you know, like... Positions of leadership. Yeah, positions of leadership, things mm-hmm, like that. For um, sure. I'll keep my comments about the Snyders to myself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. It's like it's a shame that the Snyder name has to has to mar, you know, an accomplishment or an announcement <laughs> like that, right? Right. Right. Hey. right. But I will say to to Dan's credit, um, you know, he seems a little bit more personable. No, he doesn't do a ton of interviews. There was a right. TMZ video, which some people say was set up and staged because, you know, he never really talks to anybody right. uh, when they were they were going around um, looking at stadiums and stuff because they're trying to design uh, the new one. But um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think he did good year one with Ron Rivera there and Jason Wright, like Snyder stayed out of it. Now, you know, he had litigation he had to deal with. But still, if he can continue that trend and just let our team be run like a good organization, um, then, you know, I think the image of him will change over time, but, but either way, that's the news. Tanya Snyder, co-CEO of the Washington football team, Marcus, what's going on in Eagles land. So Isaac Bruce, you know, a member of one of, of the greatest show on turf got a chance to check out, um, Devante Smith and he likened his ability and mannerisms to that of Marvin Harrison. He's a quiet guy. He's going to go out, do his job, and be dynamic on the field um so that's great too that's a great comparison because you're talking about the mh right (laughs) so that's that's high praise that's a lot of high especially from somebody from the greatest show on turf yeah um so i mean apparently he's as advertised um the bigger question right now is what is jalen hurts going to do with the football and passing situations we already know he can run you know we know he can you know be that run threat but is he going to make the right throw more likely than not? I think that's what everybody's waiting to see. And yep. then also Sirianni with his coaching ability uh, in in game situations. Aside from that, we have Andre Dillard. You know, uh, he's been catching a lot of slack this off season of potentially coming out as a bust. Um, as far, but with the whole injury thing, I don't know. You can necessarily say that it's just proves to show that Jordan Mailata, as far as the left tackle position, has come a long way since he's been with the Eagles. And you know, it's Andre Dillard's priority to try to take that position from them but I mean we'll see what happens aside from that you know they just talked about position battles and things like that to look out for um, Josh Sweat had actually a half sack more than Derek Barnett which is very quiet but you know that's something we need to look for Montez uh, Sweat over whatever your guy's name 
<laughs> I'll take I'll take I'll take our sweat. I'll take our sweat over, over my, your sweat. Over the equal sweat. <laughs> I feel you. I no feel shade, you, no disrespect, my brother. I feel you, but I don't feel you. All right. So <laughs> aside from that, the bigger news that's just dropped over the past four hours is that the Eagles are allegedly nearing a deal with the Bills for Zach Ertz. There are no details that have been released yet as far as what the compensation is, but Ertz hasn't shown up to uh, you know, OTAs or whatnot. Um, he's been very quiet. But the rumor is that we're getting very close to a trade. I'm I'm interested to see what we get in compensation. I'm hoping for a third, but we'll see what happens. I mean, y'all be lucky to get some buffalo wings and some, <laughs> and some movie passes. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> Shit. Be respectful. That's a yeah. Super Bowl champion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but for real, like, I mean, we'll see what we get. Yeah, man. That's what I got. All right, cool. Well, this was episode 72. Again, this is the Average Sports Guys. I'm Eddie. I'm Adam. And this is Marcus. Let's go. Yep. And as always, be sure to head over to our website and uh, or to AverageSportsGuys.com. Check Thanks. that out. Uh, all of our podcasts are posted there, um, both the links to listen as well as to watch on YouTube. Yeah. Um, hit us up, man. You guys have questions. You want us to talk about anything, yeah. uh, whatever. Like we, we would love to interact and get that done. But until next time, we're out of here. Yeah.